You are listening to the University of Pikeville Men's Basketball Podcast. My name is Gary Justice. Today I catch up with the all-time leading scorer, Bart Williams, as he talks about his journey to the University of Pikeville, some of his favorite memories on the hill, and also what it meant to him to be inducted to the Hall of Fame in 1998. It's a great episode, so let's get started. Bart Williams, welcome to the University of Pikeville Basketball Podcast. Hello, sir. Uh, hey, man, it's always fun to get to talk to a legend of the program. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I tell you, your, your numbers will argue that, <laughs> for your, <laughs> that you're one of the legends. I'll, I'll let them speak for themselves then, I guess. Uh, perfect. You know, outside of being a, a – um, besides you being a Bengals fan, you're a really good guy. <laughs> Well, if if people held that against me, I would have. Uh, from a fellow Browns fan, I feel your pain. Uh, so we, we get along pretty good, I guess. Well, Bart, we appreciate you coming on today. And, of course, this podcast is really starting to take off and a lot of people learning more about the history of program. And, and I've been getting a lot of good feedback from folks, just like hearing other people's journeys. Uh, of course, then at Pikeville College, now it's the University of Pikeville. So, Bart, share with everybody your journey to university. Pikeville. Yeah, well, first of all, I love I love the podcast stuff. And, you know, uh, I think it's a great idea for, for you. And uh, I get to listen to you and Jeff Campbell a lot on the games. It's just it's a great idea for people with the program to stay in touch. And it's hard to stay in touch, really, uh, especially this year of all years. But you guys are doing a great job. I love the po- uh, podcast. I really appreciate the opportunity to, uh, to be a part of it today. But, you know, my journey um, started at Johnson Central High School. Um, uh, in Paintsville, and I, you know, I had a really good career there. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I, I got stuck in the John Pelfrey era um, uh, as far as basketball, and they, they kind of dominated um, those years, 85, 86, and 87. He graduated a year ahead of me, but him and uh, Joey Couch, Keith Atkins, Mike Minix, uh, just a really, really uh, super group of athletes. And I was unfortunate to get stuck in that, <laughs> in that, but um, – that era, but uh, love my time at Johnson Central. Have no regrets. Uh, uh, had a good career there, and um, uh, then chose obviously to become a Pikeville College Bear in the in the spring of 1988. And um, I guess you could say my career took off as a basketball player, and uh, have no regrets about that. But but really enjoyed my time at in, in Johnson County and uh, playing at Johnson Central. Uh, had a good good career there, and. Um, uh, proud of that career and but but you know obviously I, be, I became a, a much better player when I got to the college there so Bart this and this is something I hope you don't mind me sharing this but then you after your senior year of high school and college you had a growth spurt yeah I, I grew, yeah I, I grew quite a bit um I was probably six two and a half six three um when I got to Pikeville when I you know signed with Pikeville College and end up being about six, four and a half by the time I left. So, uh, obviously I was tall. I was painfully skinny. Uh, I th- I remember, I think coach white weighed us. And I, I checked in at a whopping one forty two. I think, um, <laughs> that first, that freshman year. And I really didn't get much, you know, I, I got to about one fifty five or one sixty, but you know, as if there was any negatives about my career, I was undersized a little bit as far as weight, but, uh, you know, had, I was about six, four and a half. So to play, play the guard spots you know that was that wasn't the worst thing that could have happened but 
uh, yes, I wasn't wasn't the biggest fellow in the world and did actually grow quite a bit once I got to Pikeville College. So, Barton, at the time, that was the Kentucky Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, which made it with the conference was a lot of teams that are in the Mid-South. You know, you have Georgetown and Campbellsville, Lindsey Wilson, those type of schools. Describe the conference when you played in it. And those were the good old days. That conference was so good. I, I never dreamed that all those little schools that I'd heard of but really hadn't been that familiar with, really hadn't followed, I never dreamed um, they would be that good. But, you know, you mentioned some of them. Uh, it was the old KIAC. Alice Lloyd was an unbelievable place to play. A power. Uh, a so power. hard to win over there. And and the Step Brothers took Mountain Boys, and they played so well together. You know, he would – Knock County, um, uh, McDowell. Clay County, he got all those good players in that area. I'm just trying to think of some of the better. McGoffin County, he recruited McGoffin County well. He got some Johnson County kids and just a great job. But, you know, you mentioned Georgetown, Cumberland, Campbellsville, Lindsey Wilson, Berea was another great yes. place to go play. Very small gym down there. Uh, a lot of great memories there. Uh, but the old, you can't beat the old KIAC. I'm sure I'm leaving somebody at Union College was in the old KIAC. But just the amount of Kentucky kids that played in that conference, man, they were really good players. And you had never dreamed – I never dreamed the competition would be like that at all those places. Everybody was good. Everybody could play. Just a really fun conference back then. And, you know, Bart, the, the gyms, of course, at this level were going to be smaller back that day. But it seemed like every gym that you went to, it was just – it was a high school atmosphere on steroids. I mean, it was so loud. So, I mean, the games were so intense as well that you had all those other sports teams because, you know, a lot of kids living on campus coming to the ball games too. And it was just – the atmosphere was awesome. Yes, they, they were great. And to say the fans were brutal is, was an understatement. You know in baseball how brutal the fans could be uh, playing at some of those places. Uh, but they didn't care. Georgetown would yell at my mom, and it was just – they did their homework. They knew everything about you. They knew you were, where your mom was sitting, your dad was sitting. It was, and I got to play in some of the old gyms. I got to play one year in the really old Cumberland gym, which now oh, they got yeah. the, I guess the old Wayne Rollins Center is really nice now. But uh, of course, I guess Georgetown's probably the same. I guess Lindsay's the same. Campbellsville's the same. I think Alice Lloyd has a new gym now, but Union probably has the same. But you're exactly right. They were just like high school gyms for the most part, but great crowds and kind of like a district tournament type atmosphere back then. So, man, a lot of great memories from playing in those places. And now, Bart, was was Trancy in the – I know they were NAIA, but were they in the kayak? Yes, they they were another one of the teams I left out. Trancy was in it, that original. Uh, I think it was only the, my first year, which would have been 88-89. Then it started to break up. That was about the time it started to break up. Alice Lloyd, I think, went Division II NAIA shortly after that. And uh, Union might have – followed closely maybe three or four years after that but that's that's when it began to break up uh and basically we just started going by district 32 yes uh, and and the kind of the okiac broke up from that point so bart now jumping back to to your decision to come to be a bear uh what were some of the deciding factors for you i know because you had a uh, you had a great high school career as well too and you recruited by several different schools what were some of the deciding factors so you well, end up in Pikeville. You know, I, I didn't have a lot of choices. There was really three three schools that I considered going to and playing basketball. Uh, Milligan uh, recruited me 
pretty heavily. Alice Lloyd obviously recruited me really heavily and then Pikeville College. And I think at the end of the day, uh, Henry Goss, a lot of people don't remember, was there two or three years. uh, Really, he came and watched me play. And and him and and obviously Greg White was the head coach. And I love Greg White. You know, Greg White was just what a blessing to play for. But he would send his assistant, Henry Goss, to recruit me. And um, the first time they came and watched me, uh, Coach Goss came and we were playing Paintsville. And, uh, you know, Paintsville was loaded, and they had Keith Atkins. And uh, Keith went, ended up going to Notre Dame. So Coach Goss, after the game, he, he came and he, he had written something on a sheet of paper. It said it had Keith Atkins, and he had it marked out. And he said, forget Keith Atkins. We want Bart Williams. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I know why you crossed Keith out, because he's going to Notre Dame, okay? <laughs> so, but it still, it still made me feel good. And to this day, when I talk to Coach Goss, he, he, he says he went back and told Greg White to forget Keith Atkins. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, we all know why he didn't recruit Keith Atkins. But uh, it was a blessing for me, and I, you know, I love those guys. Coach Goss was great, and Greg, they wanted me really, really badly. And it really came down – to Alice Lloyd and, and Pikeville College. And a really funny story, real quick, uh, me and Jimmy Daniels, my guard uh, teammate there at uh, Johnson Central, another guard, we went over to visit Alice Lloyd after our season ended. And so we go after school one Thursday afternoon, and it's a, it's a, it's a visit. We're going to stay overnight. We're going to work out with the, with the Alice Lloyd team there. But as soon as we get out of the car over there at Pippa Passes, Joe Stepp is, you know, he's obviously the, head coach and he's basically uh, I don't know if he was president of the school then but he was already in administration but he sent these two little pretty college girls sprinting out to our car okay when we get out so we feel like rock stars okay so Joe's back there in the background thinking you know what I've got this thing (laughs) set up and I won't reveal these two girls names because they they still live in Pikeville they laugh about this story too but the first thing they said they had their back to coach step and they said listen no matter what you do don't come here. <laughs> it, was, it was the funniest thing I think I'd ever been a part of. And this day I go back and laugh at that. Uh, but obviously those two didn't like it there. And, and Joe had hired, you know, the wrong people to do his recruiting. But uh, the funny thing for me is once I went to Pottwell College, the very first day I got to Pottwell College, those two girls were there. So you were kidding both me. Both of those girls uh, transferred to Pottwell College. <laughs> obviously not because of me, but just because they didn't like Alice Lloyd. But, um Again, just I, I think Greg White was the deciding factor just to get a play for somebody like him. And, you know, Donnie Jones was was helping Greg quite a bit and uh, and um, just just coach Goss. And and I went up to a game, actually, um, towards the end of the season. And, you know, Reggie Gravely was playing a uh, big Gerald Osborne, who is still a hero of mine. Yes. Uh, just a, just a tremendous person. And he took me under his wing and. Uh, that was about Gerald's fifth or sixth year of college. You know, he went to UK to play football and he came back to Moorhead and played football. And Gerald had stretched everything into five or six years, but I just fell in love with Big G and uh, he took me under his wing. And there was really no doubt I was going to Pikeville. You know, it was a little easier drive and there was uh, the city of Pikeville had much more to offer. Uh, so really, um, it came down to that. And his, and his coach White was just too good to be true as far as the energy he had. And the, he just made me feel so special and gave me just tremendous confidence. So, Bartless, now you're enrolled um, at Pikeville College. Um, what's some of your favorite memories, you know, whether it be in the dorm or in the classroom, when you, your time on the hill? Uh, you know, just just the great people, I think, that that I got to meet there. 
you know, obviously when I first got there, uh, Rick Bentley was, he was right finishing up his schooling and getting involved in athletics and a big part of the baseball and the basketball teams. And uh, Robert Staggs was there as kind of the same role, finishing up and become, uh, just finishing up, graduating, and getting into coaching and administration there. Uh, Gene Lovell was a great professor there who loved basketball. A guy named Ed Love, who was a tremendous supporter and ended up buying us a kind of a Greyhound bus type thing to travel on before he passed away. And I think it's just the lifelong friends that I made, you know, people like that. Um, just so many people there just hold such a special place in my heart. Um, you know, living in Wickham Hall for four years. And, you know, this was all pre-football, obviously. It was just basketball and baseball. The enrollment was, wasn't was very, um, you know, wasn't very nothing, large. Yeah, nothing like it is no, now. No, not even close. A lot of commuters. Uh, I don't even think there was an elevator. There may have been one elevator in the science, in the science department, maybe. Correct. And it, Correct. it was only built after a couple of years I was there. So, I mean, it, I remember being on crutches a couple of times while I was there. And you talk about a nightmare, being on crutches at Piper College, you <laughs> climb thousands of steps. So, uh, but just, you know, just the lifelong friends. And, and, you know, I love all of my basketball teammates that I played with. You know, I've already mentioned a few of them, but just I got really close with the baseball team, Scott Collins's and the Scott Guymans and the Mike Fox's and the, the people that I just got so close to Craig DeLong came up there and had a great career. And uh, Chris Bland is another great friend I made up there and just from high school came, came up there with me and uh, just, uh, you know, I wouldn't trade those four years for anything. And, and again, that wasn't near as many people. A lot of people commuted, uh, but just the stories we could tell, you know, Chris Hagee is another Pike County and that just a great dude that uh, become very close with there and Jason Beverly and Freddie Bowling. Uh, just a lot of Pike County people that I've become great friends with along with my teammates, but, uh, you know, I can remember staying up all night. And back then we didn't have the technology we have today, but uh, just played Nintendo, the, the, played the baseball stars all night long. And you could just hear that music throughout the dorm all night. And just classic games. Yes. Just, just a lot of fun and just a lot of clean, good fun back then. And uh, would not trade anything in the world, would not go anywhere else if I had it to do over rather than Pipeville College. Just a great def- Great uh, decision for me, a perfect fit, and have zero regrets about ever ever attending Pipe College. Well, Lombard, before we jump onto the basketball floor, you also spent some time on the baseball diamond as well. He's a two-sport athlete at Pikeville College, if I remember correctly. Well, you're correct. They had they had dropped baseball about, I guess, six or eight years before, and they only picked it back up maybe three or four years before that. And uh, Wayne Alberry had begged me. He knew I played at Johnson Central, and he, he said, look, can you come out and help us out? And um, we finished up at Georgetown College on a Thursday night, and um, we had a baseball game that Saturday. And believe it or not, he took me out to the tennis courts the, the next day, and I bet he hit me a 1,000 ground balls. And there was snow on the field is why we, we had to go to the tennis courts. But uh, just I had a ball. I couldn't hit. I hadn't. I didn't get to play my senior year because the rule hadn't changed back then. I'd turned 19 before baseball started, and that was the rule back then. Uh, today, you're, you're allowed to play, but you know back then you couldn't. And so I hadn't played in two years because this was my sophomore season at Pikeville. So I uh, just couldn't hit. I was I was a good fielder. I actually played every inning of every game. Um, you know they hit for me some. Obviously, I, I either hit eighth or ninth a lot of times. Um, just, just struggled hitting, but I was a solid defender and uh, enjoyed it. Loved those guys more than life. I mean, had a blast with those guys. 
uh, some of my best friends ever were on that baseball team and uh, just so much fun uh, dealing with those guys and being a part of that, but uh, not a stellar uh baseball career to say the least but had a lot of fun <laughs> well you know you, you talk about it bar and you and you so far we're going to jump on the basketball for just shortly but you know the time you're talking about with basketball and also the the season you spent on the diamond for the bears as well too you haven't talked about an individual game you've talked about those lifelong friendships that you've got whether it be with a coach or assistant coach or a, a teammate and that's something you know through my baseball career at the college I feel very similar to you. Is they're they're not a particular game that sticks out. Is I can tell you a lot of memories regarding sometimes with teammates or or going to a basketball game and kind of heckling the other team that sort of thing there too. But it's I think it's the beauty of uh, you know what Pikeville College, of course, now the University of Pikeville. It's a it's a small school. It's got a big feel, but it's still a small school. Yeah, I think that's the thing about. It. I try to tell the players I've coached uh, since then that you know. I don't miss playing and I think I got my feel of playing basketball. I don't, but I miss the camaraderie and the, just the friendships that I made and being a part of it, you know, you're, you're part of something special and uh, that time goes by fast. And, um, and, and that's the thing I really miss just the good times and the stories you can tell uh, spending time with those guys and just some of the funniest things of your life happen on those trips and at games. And, um, you know, I had a, unbelievable time at Pikeville College but you know though the games were awesome I had a good career there but it's the friends that I made that I still talk to daily uh, pretty much or for sure weekly that that I'll never forget and that's that's the thing I wouldn't trade for anything and then also Bart too I think at the college you also mentioned you know Gene Lovell professor on campus and he's at all the basketball games and a lot of the professors there it was it was truly a it's still is it's a family atmosphere and um and I think it's one of the beauties uh, uh, being a bear, but Bart, let's jump onto the basketball floor now, though. So, first of all, describe your feelings um, the first time that you, you got to put on the orange and the black as a Bears basketball member in a game. You know, I, I remember back, and for, for some reason, I forget the team we played. I I'd always remember that, um, but I remember it was in a tournament over at Clinch Valley. And we, we played out a, a team out of Virginia. It was a small school out of Virginia for the life of me. I don't think they're a, they're a college anymore, but uh, I remember that first game, obviously excited, just playing for Greg White, um, the energy that he brought. And he was such a great motivator. I mean, he, that guy would make you run through a wall. And we, I came in at a time he'd recruited eight really good freshmen. Um, and at the time, you know, we were obviously a very young team besides Gerald Osborne. Uh, Reggie Gravely was there still. A uh, few older guys like that. We were so young though, and I remember I played quite a bit out of the gate. I didn't, you know, I didn't start obviously as a freshman, but uh, the first few games, I scored six points the first game against that team from Virginia. Uh, I tell you who it was. It was Virginia Intermont. Virginia. And I don't even know if they have a school now. No, not, uh, not for sure either, Bart. I, I know. I remember no, Virginia Intermont. Though. Yes, that was the first game, and then it was over at Clinch Valley. And the next night we played Clinch Valley. Scored like nine, maybe, and and really. Uh, was getting to play, you know, minimal minutes. And I think as the season went along, we weren't very good. The year before I got there, Coach White was four, I was five and 21, I think, or five and 22. And my freshman year, we started out, um, I can't remember when we won our first game, but we ended up four and 22 my first year. And uh, obviously by about Christmas, I'd, I'd cracked the starting lineup and um, end up averaging uh, around 18 that first year. So, um, had a really good year. And like I said, a lot of us freshmen were playing and a lot of the focus uh, 
was on Big G, uh, Big Gerald Osborne. He took a lot of the defensive um, pressure away from me, but um, learned a lot the first year. Got to play for Coach White and absolutely loved playing for him. He, he gave me so much confidence to shoot the basketball and just I never had someone that just actually, I guess you'd say, just turned me loose and uh, liked to see me shoot it and didn't mind me shooting it. It would actually get mad at me if I didn't shoot it. So uh, just gave me so much confidence as a, as a player and as a person. And just, I was always kind of a shy kid. And then, you know, he just helped me so much come out of that shell and, um, you know, give my best effort and everything I did. And just, just gave me really tremendous confidence, not only in basketball, but in life in general. And just, uh, I owe him so much for just giving me that opportunity, but, um, did you, again, it was, was white the coach all four years? For no, you Greg white. Um, after our first year, uh, Greg that summer, uh, called us all in and he accepted the assistant coaching job at Marshall. And, uh, and it, you know, actually obviously it broke my heart. I, th- I thought the world of coach white and we did talk about, uh, me going with him to Marshall. You know, I'd had a really good year, um, as a freshman in, in the KIC and, um, you know, again, average 18 as a freshman and coach white sat me down and he talked to me, but there was nothing, um, in stone that w- would have got me a scholarship. He wasn't sure about the scholarship. He thought if I went for a year, there's a possibility it would open up, but he, he had just got the job. So he really wasn't in position to guarantee me much. Um, and sure enough, they went on probation the following year. So oh, I made gosh. a really good decision. I made a really good decision to stay, stay at Pikeville college. And, and, you know, I, I look back and wish I would have played maybe at a small division one school just to see, but I have no regrets about not going to Marshall with him. And, um, it would have been iffy, you know, you don't know what would have happened if I went over there and not gotten a scholarship. And then it went on probation. You never know how my career would have turned out, but, um, it's just, um, that was really the only time I ever thought about leaving. And, and, but coach White left and a, and a guy named Mark Comstock came in and, um, really a tough, a tough coach, a really a defensive type coach, kind of a Bobby Knight type coach, not, you know, coach would tell you he didn't have a great personality. He'd tell you exactly uh, what he thought about you and especially me, you know, not known for my offensive uh, or my, I'm sorry, my defensive abilities. Uh, we, <laughs> we struggled. We struggled with each other for a long time. And uh, I think it took him a long time for him to trust me that, that he needed my scoring uh, and I had to overcome a lot of um, a lot of his selfishness as far as how he wanted me to play defense. And he, we learned to give and take. And I gave him everything I had on the defensive end. But he would admit to you that he had to have me on the offensive end. So we we made it work. And I think the world of Coach Comstock still talked to him to this day, um, every month or two or so. Uh, great person. He, you know, at the time you're not you don't really like playing for somebody as hard nosed as him. And I mean, he told me exactly what he thought about me a lot of times. And, it, it, you know, it hurts your feelings. But when you get on in life and you, you understand that life's hard and uh, it's not all it's not going to be easy all the time. And uh, he made me grow up a lot, made me a lot tougher and wouldn't trade anything for the two years I spent with Coach Comstock. And just he made me such a much better person, a tougher person and a better coach uh, eventually. So uh I look back and do it a lot, try to do a lot of the things that he did as a coach when in my coaching. But and then my last year, Rick Scruggs uh, came came on board and totally offensive minded. Uh, and, you know, that with me having one year left, that was that was a, a good fit for me. Uh, end up averaging uh, just under twenty eight and a half points a game and um, had a chance to lead the nation in scoring that year. But uh, finished then finished third or fourth that year. Uh, but, but Rick was a great coach to play for just. 
um, offensive minded, love the three pointers, end up recruiting some really, some of my good friends, Jeff Campbell, Jody Thompson, Rodney Fuller, uh, those guys, he recruited all those guys. And so, um, just a fun time to play for him. And of course, Rick went on to Gardner Webb who upset Kentucky, uh, when, when Gillespie was at UK. So that was coach Gross claim to fame. Uh, but you know, playing, for three coaches at college was, was unfortunate. You know, you never want to play for three coaches in four years, but man, those three guys really had an impact on my life and have really helped me have a little bit of success in coaching and, and just taught me a lot about, you know, basketball and, and life in general. So my first question is going to go back to you. I know you talked about the three point shot with Scruggs, which you, you talk about polar opposite people, you know, Comstock and Scruggs, you go from a defensive minded coach to an offensive minded coach. And when Coach Krugs came, it was really fun to go to those ball games. But, but my question for you, um, your freshman year, was the three-point shot already in college basketball, Bart? Yes. Okay. The three-point shot had been there a few years. Okay. Not, not a whole long time, maybe 85 or 86. Okay. I couldn't remember the, the exact timing on that. And then, so you, you talked about the transition of having a third coach in four years. And Coach Scruggs had a offensive mentality of get as many shots up as you can, mm-hmm. and so the more shots, even though we miss some, we're gonna make some. But now, yeah. now Bart, there's a there's a there's also a um, a legendary tale going around basketball games still that they would run a play. You're in your senior year, your play the they could run a play called Red. And the play was called red. That means get the ball to Bart and let him shoot it. Is that correct? Uh, that was probably correct. And I, I would call <laughs> if I had the ball. <laughs> if I had the ball, I I didn't have to call it. The guys knew <laughs> that was that play didn't have to be called. But uh, there was a call. I don't I don't particularly remember it being called red. I remember Boston on the break wasn't just for me, but it was anybody on the break. We're gonna pull that sucker. And we're going to let it fly, and we're going to go get it, and we're going to shoot it again. But, uh, you know, Coach Scruggs, uh, you know, walked into a situation where we fit perfectly. You know, uh, I was coming off three really good years, and he knew I had a chance to break the scoring record, and he knew I had a chance to lead the nation in scoring, and it was a good fit. And Coach Scruggs, you know, we I knew we weren't going to win any championships there. We, we, we struggled to keep kids – there at that time you know we would be pretty good up till christmas break and we would lose a key player or two every year and i knew we weren't going to beat georgetown or cumberland or uh the trancies of the world but it was really a fun time and you know it was a point in my career that we had a blast when you know brian johnson was on board then uh jody thompson was there but he was only getting to practice he had to sit out uh roddy fuller was there uh you know and then some of the freshmen that hung around damon stevenson and some of those guys that that hung around um, from our freight from all four years. So it was just a fun time, you know, Jeff Nesbeth, uh, Mike Newton, those guys were just fun to be around. Um, but coach Scruggs was fun to play for. Now we couldn't guard a fence post, but, <laughs> but it, we let her fly and it was fun. And we end up, I think we end up going 15 and 18. And, uh, it's really, it's really about the time that I think you look back and that's the time that Bible college turned the corner, you know, eventually you Pike, you know, Roy Cutright came on board shortly after that and had a successful tenure. And then Randy McCoy was very successful there, took them to the national tournament, and obviously it set up everything for what Kelly built. Um, and, you know, Kelly just took it to a whole different level. 
Uh, and of course, Ty's taking over right where Kelly left off and doing a good job. But, um, you know, I, I like to look back and, and be proud of the fact that, you know, yes, sir. we weren't very competitive when I got there. And I think that's the time that, that those coaches brought in some local players that people like to watch and that and just played and loved the game. And, and, and you know, we were, we were all playing on a level that, that we needed to be at. You know, I mean, that's the level I needed to be at. I, there, I always look back and think I could have played and been successful at other levels or higher levels, but I wouldn't trade anything for it. And that's, that's the level I, I succeeded in. I think that's, that's the good, was a great fit for me. And uh, just a lot of great times there. So Bart, I'm going to make a statement. Then I'm going to ask you a question. So you talk about kind of turning the program around. I would agree with you because your freshman year, you won four games, your senior year, the program wins 15. That's definitely mm-hmm. the turnaround. And, and since then, the this the program has never won less than fifteen games. Yeah. It's always continued going up there and had several mm-hmm. thirty win seasons. Yeah. But my question for you is this now you, you've alluded to us through your senior year and had opportunity to break the scoring record and you did. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you to be the all time leading scorer in a great a very historic uh basketball program at University of Pikeville? Yeah, you know, I kinda touched on it a little bit there. You know when when people start talking about the record and, and what's fortunate for me and anytime you break a record like that you got to have some luck and uh, I think the lucky part for me was I played a lot as a freshman and that was the key uh, you know to, to get in there and and play a lot of minutes and average 18 as a freshman that's the key to breaking a record like that but you know when I started when, when people started to suspect I would break that record probably my junior year um, and I think people started talking about Todd May and I think he had scored just a little over 2,200 there. Uh, and Todd May was an unbelievable player. I mean, arguably the best player I ever watched play or played against at times. Um, but the thing that makes me probably the most proud is not not, not breaking Todd's record, because Todd was there two years, but all the other people that I passed or all the other people that's played there, because I, I feel like that was my level. You know, I went to a place that I went there, I was a probably a little above average high school player, but that was the level I needed to be at. I would have struggled in college because of my because of my size. I mean, at the D one level because of my size, I just thought that's where I should be. And I look, you know, it means more to me to look back and pass Donis Butcher and and then to, to see Jody and Brian Johnson and all those great players that played there, the Reggie Gravelys, the Gerald Osborns, and then the Mark Myers and uh, all the really really good players. Uh, Todd Todd. Todd May's brother, Mike May, was a really good player there. David Rowe was a great player there. Dave Thomas played there. Just so many local people played there. And over the years, they had, you know, they had a lot of great teams. And just to look back and be the all-time leading scorer of everyone, not not just Todd. I mean, if Todd plays there, he demolishes every scoring record ever. Um, but, again, I felt like that's where I needed to be, and that was the level of competition that I, uh, I needed to play against. And uh, just proud of that, really, just, you know, it didn't mean as much to me when it happened, but, you know, looking back now, I, I like that record. I, I enjoy holding that record. I know there's, uh, there's some people uh, that are giving it a run. I think the, you know, the Perry kid from Morgan County has uh, had a great career there. Um, you know, he's, he's got a chance. I think if, if he gets another year here, like, like they may, uh, you know, they may think That's right. uh, he might, he might get another year. You never know. And uh, you know, the kid from Elliott County now is already, a Spencer kid from Elliott, really good player, but but you know to to lose it to a to a kid who's from Kentucky and 
again, they're playing at a place that they can compete on. And, uh, you know, that that's fine. And I, I just look back and just to look down that scoring list. And, man, I got so many friends on that scoring list and uh, so many great players that I looked up to. And uh, it's quite an honor. It means more to me now than it did then. And uh, it'll just always hold a special place in my heart, you know, uh, it doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but it means a lot to me. So I, uh, you know, I love having that record. I'm proud, proud of that record. I'm proud of that college. I'm uh, stayed really close to every coach that's that's coached there, uh, especially Kelly. Kelly really, really made me feel such a part of that program. Uh, some of the things he did there, and you know, his name speaks for himself. But just putting stuff in the locker room to commemorate the whole um, alumni. Um, you know, Kelly just made me feel so welcome that, and just, you know, to honor me at games and bring my teams to games and just, he did everything in a first class way. And he really, really made me feel like I was still part of that team and, and Ty's done the same thing. And, um, you know, I'm proud of that record and I'm just really proud to be a, a bear and, um, uh, just a lot of fun and just glad I can still stay close to that program of people like you. And, uh, to this day, I'll listen to you and Jeff and just watch the games and, uh, just, just glad to be a former uh, bear, really. Well, you know the old saying: "Once you're a bear, always a bear." Mm-hmm. Bart. So Bart. So now let's jump to to 1998, and and you get the call that of your election into the the U Pike Athletic Hall of Fame. Describe your feelings. Well, it was uh, you know Coach Scruggs had a couple years after I had graduated. Coach Scruggs had retired my my jersey. And it was kind of like a surprise thing. And a lot of people, uh, I was coaching at Pikeville High School as assistant coach, and they had uh, kind of tried to surprise me. I kind of knew it was coming a little bit, but that was a great honor. You know, when I first got to Pikeville College, I wanted to wear number 21. And they said I couldn't because it was retired. And, but they had put, they had hang number, they had hung number 12 in my locker. And uh, it's just kind of special to me that 21 was re- retired and I couldn't wear it. But I, I let them choose my number and now it's retired. Uh, although they let people wire those numbers now for obvious reasons, but uh, just for that number to be uh, still there and, and hanging in the locker room and uh, just meant a whole lot to me, but uh, getting the call from the hall of fame was, you know, no matter what you do, you want to be a part of the hall of fame. You might not say it. Uh, I'm fortunate enough to be in the Johnson central high school hall of fame with a lot of great people. Uh, you know, my mom and dad were a part of that Hall of Fame. That meant a lot to me to look up and see my name beside of Willie Blair, uh, Chris Stapleton. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yes, sir. Uh, I mean, that that's you know, you don't want to say that stuff, but daggone, that's that stuff means stuff to you. I mean, you're you yourself, you're you're proud to be in the Pikeville College Hall of Fame or the U Pike Hall of Fame now. Uh, you, you know, that's what we play for, isn't it? That's why we practice and that's why it becomes a job in college. You, you want to be successful, and sure, when they called me, it meant the world to me. and um, you know, that day meant the world to me and, and giving that speech and getting honored that night at the game. I mean, that, that's what makes it, that's what makes it worth it. And, um, you know, just, it makes all the hard work and the, the blood and the sweat and the tears, you know, that, uh, that, that makes it all, uh, that's icing on the cake. So it's almost uh, like, a, it's almost like a, it's a, a recognition of an appreciation, you know, and of course you definitely, you playing baseball and you playing basketball, it's definitely a team sport. It's nothing individual about it. But I feel that it's definitely an appreciation of what you did and how you played with the pride. Because like for yourself, Bart, it's been, you know, as successful as you were 
on the basketball floor to hit offers, to hit opportunities to potentially leave, but you decided to stay and be a Bear. And we're very glad that you did because I feel throughout your career, you helped get the program going in the right direction like you was talking about and turning around. Um, but, yeah, that that athletic when the Hall of Fame calls, and it's um, I really see it's just, in the, I'm not going to say a token of appreciation because there, there's a lot of hard work went into it, but definitely a sense of pride comes out. technical difficulties well we got bart williams back with my apologies bart that's okay i understand but i was you know you see when you see these uh when when, when the nfl inducts people into the hall of fame when they surprise those people and they tell them it's just you can see the pride and the joy in their face and it's just you know kind of a relief and you know it's not that level i'm sure but just you know you remember the call and and uh, it just makes you uh it just makes it all worth it you know it's just uh it was a great day for me and I'll never forget that day. And, um, and just to walk back in there. And as I said, Kelly's Kelly's made that stuff known, you know, they have, I think it's a kiosk now with you just type in the name and you can read about the players and, uh, he just made it special and he made, he makes you still feel a part of it. Uh, sure. Great honor, great honor that I'll never, um, forget about the day I went to the uh, UPAC hall of fame. So Bart, so now let's, let's talk about life after graduation. Update the audience what's going on with Bart Williams after graduation from then Pikeville College. Well, you know, uh, very fortunate. I spent a fifth year there finishing up. You know, I tried to squeeze everything into five years there, Gary. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, so I squeezed everything into five years and uh, helped Coach Scruggs that fifth year and then immediately got a job at Pikeville High School, taught seventh grade math for 18 years, uh, was transportation director, uh, 23 years, I mean, five years, which for a total of 23 years, um, uh, coached basketball there at Pike was assistant, I guess, uh, le- uh, nine or 10 years. Can't remember getting old, uh, was a head coach there 11 years and just had a, uh, you know, great experience there at Pikeville high school. Um, enjoyed every minute of it. No regrets. Great friends. I mean, still have great friends that I talk to every day from Pikeville and, uh, no regrets. Um, then uh, took the job at Bath County uh, five years ago. This is my fifth year here at Bath County, and uh, been very fortunate, to, you know, to get an opportunity to come down here. Totally, totally different situation, really. You know, coaching in a county school, not a, not a lot, not a lot here. Just uh, you know, talent level is not great, but neither is the pressure. Um, and it's really been fun. Really been good for me. Uh, one thing I'll never forget is I had an opportunity here to coach both my sons who had really, really good careers here. And they, you know, Bryce obviously played two years at Pikeville and then two years here at Bath County. And I uh, love coaching Bryce, just a tremendous player, uh, pleasure to c- coach. And then Brooks kind of snuck up on everyone that came a much better basketball player than what people probably thought. You know, Brooks uh, ended up breaking the all-time score, or all-time three-point record uh, at Bath County, hit nine threes in a game against Russell uh, his junior year. And, uh, just to coach your sons, you know, it's hard. Uh, it's, it's, it's an adventure. It's, it's a, it's obviously a task that, you know, it has its ups and its downs, it's positives and it's negatives, but I love coaching my sons and I don't know what, you know, I don't know what it would have been like to coach them there at Pike. Well, a lot of pressure and, uh, just a different situation a little bit, but just to coach them here and, uh, both of them were good high school players in this area, uh, in the 16th region. And, um, 
we've got, you know, we've gotten Bath County, you know, had some success at Pikeville, ended up, I think, 192 and 138 there at Pikeville, good career, and uh, we decided to part ways, and, uh, but, you know, Bath County's been a, a breath of fresh air, just a different environment, and kind of rejuvenated me some, and uh, very fortunate here to, to overachieve a little bit, you know, uh, we've made it to the regional tournament uh, three times or three years in a row, and that's kind of unheard of here. This will be the first time, if we make it four times, be the first time uh, in 40-some years that that's ever happened. And actually last year, for the you know, we made three trips in a row for only the second time uh, since 1974 and, uh, or 1976, rather. It's, uh, it's just we're just in some uncharted territory. We're, we're not great this year. You know, we lost seven seniors uh, last year, and, and this is not the year to rebuild probably. We just haven't had the time really to, uh, to get better but we're getting better and, and we're going to make a run at this thing in the district and, and try to get to that four straight trip to the region, which here is just unheard of. And uh, we're excited about that. And hopefully we can finish the season without too many uh, setbacks. We've had seven of our players have had COVID had two terrible ankle injuries, a concussion. So it's been like a nightmare, but I'm enjoying it. Still look forward to going to the gym every day and um, had a blast here at, at Bath County and we're competitive and that's, you know, it hasn't always been like that here. You know, we've only won one game in the regional tournament or Bath County's only won one game in the regional tournament since 1977. So that's our ultimate goal is to not only get over there uh, to Moorhead for the regional tournament, make some noise and, and try to sneak into Rupp Arena before I, before I hang this whistle up. Well, so Barton, also your wife, Taryn, she's a, a, a graduate of Pikeville College as well. Is that mm-hmm. correct? She is. Uh, Taryn graduated there. Well, a couple years after I did, you know, a couple <laughs> years, we won't, we won't count. Uh, but Taryn works at Montgomery County schools and we actually live in Mount Sterling now. So, uh, we, we drive over or I drive over to Bath County. It's about 11 miles on I-64 and, uh, Taryn works here at Montgomery County and loves her job. So it's been a great fit. We're 30 minutes from Lexington and, you know, my sister lives in Lexington, Taryn's sister lives in Lexington. So, uh, in 30 minutes we can be over there. So it's a lot of fun. You know, we, we go to all the UK football games. Uh, just really enjoy running over there, and uh, anytime we feel like it. Just it's a big difference from living in the mountains to living down here. But it's been a, it's been a you know a pleasant surprise for us, and we're uh, you know very fortunate to, to get another opportunity to, to move on and and meet new people and and face new challenges. And you know uh, you know sometimes if you don't really want to move, God will kind of kind of give you a little nudge and kind of push you another direction. So uh, so that's kind of how we looked at it, and. Uh, and it's been worthwhile again to coach my my two boys is just something I'll never forget. I wouldn't take anything for, and I still stay in touch with a lot of my friends in Pikeville, and I've made a lot of new friends here, and uh, just having fun coaching again. Again, we're not great. Uh, we play hard, and 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 we kind of overachieve a little bit some sometimes, but uh, just a little bit different, a little bit different perspective, and uh, just a just a welcome change in my life over the last few years. Well, you know, Bart, any of those players of any of those sports at Bath County High School looking for a home, you know of a nice school up here in Pikeville who would welcome them with open arms. So any student looking for a home would be glad to take them at the University of Pikeville. There's no question. I We have a couple right now. We have the second leading scorer, um, or actually he's sixth leading scorer in the state right now. He's the second leading scorer in his He's a sophomore. He's averaging 29. Zach Otis, a really good player, and we're already starting to sniff around for him a little bit. And uh, they know my feelings on U-Pike, and uh, hopefully, I would love nothing more than send a player there someday to to play for the Bears and and go watch them. And hopefully, it gets back to normal. I'd love to come back and watch some games. And uh, this year, 
needless to say, has been a nightmare for, for coaching and playing and going to sporting events. But it appears that we're kind of getting back to normal a little bit, hopefully. Uh, the last week or two has kind of looked like normal a little bit. So uh, looking forward to getting back to the college and uh, watching you Pike play and, and see Kelly and Ty and all the guys and uh, and hopefully get back to normal. Well, Bart, we definitely appreciate you coming on today. And also we're very proud of all your accomplishments. We, again, we're glad you chose to become a Bear. And then, of course, you know, your historic run as a member of the Bears basketball team, but then what you've done after graduation as well, too, and just – kind of continuing the good news about the University of Pikeville and, and taking all those lessons that you learned while using a bear on the basketball flooring and continuing the, the game of basketball. We're definitely proud of you, and we'll, we'll always welcome you back. So, like I said, once you're a bear, you're always a bear. So, we'll, we appreciate you, Bart. We wish you the best luck in the 16th. Well, hopefully, the, I guess, the district tournament first. And hopefully get yep, the help. March 15th. Yeah, March 15th. Uh, we're in a really tough district with Round, Fleming, Menifee, and uh, we'll see how that goes and hope we'll finish up strong here the last couple of weeks and just really appreciate you asking me to do this. It was an honor, my pleasure to do it. And I, I love listening to you and Jeff and all those guys and just to kind of keep that, that you pike fire alive in my heart and, uh, just keep up the good work and keep promoting the bears and, uh, you guys take care. I appreciate you, Bart. Good luck the rest of the season. Thanks, Gary. See you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you, Bart. Appreciate you listening to today's podcast and also a special thanks goes out to Bart Williams for his appearance. Just a reminder, this podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all the major podcast platforms. It's a great day to be a bear and tradition never graduates. <laughs>